Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. And that goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and repercussions. What's good? What's good? What it do, fam? Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, shout out to all of our Facebook Live users. We're on Facebook Live right now. Uh, make sure y'all follow us on the Facebook page. Also, shout out to all of our YouTube viewers as well. We are on YouTube Live as well. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast and also on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. I'm your homie, Trey Frazier. That dude over there is Maestro Styles. Yes, sir. What's good, man? We back like vertebrae. What's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? You came over there on your own, man? Uh, nah, man. Uh, shout out to uh, Tretch from Naughty by Nature. That was a Naughty <laughs> by Nature bar right there. Bar, uh-huh. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. The, the week, the, it's an early week kicking my ass, but we here. I'm glad we here to to uh, talk a little sports. No doubt, no doubt. And man, speaking of that, man, I wish I could just dig right into the sports talk, but oh man, um, I, I really gotta get into this stuff that's going on in Minnesota. We had another young black father a uh, young black man get gunned down by police again in yeah. minnesota uh yeah. rest in peace to dante wright uh kid was only 20 years old and um you know it, it's just sad man it's, it's just another yeah. it's just another way they trying to you know wipe, wipe us out man it's it's it's, it's crazy Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Condolences to the family. Um, like like you said, just another. Uh, I mean, you know, I think what's important uh, is that we don't become numb to this. Um, that we don't uh, treat this as just another thing that happens. Like this is not okay, um, and, and we should let 
we should let everybody know that this isn't okay. Um, this ain't okay, and this, and this shit's got to stop. Yeah, killing right is just not right. Um, it, it's just mm. you know killing black people. Period. It, it, by the police is just not right. Um, yeah. I, I I don't like the excuse of I thought it was the taser and then your gun goes off. I don't I don't I don't like that excuse. That that's I don't just like it. And and I'm not you know known to how they train officers and things like that, but I damn sure know that a gun outweighs a taser i do know that i know mm-hmm. a gun is a different shape than a taser so right. that's right. just to me that that that's just ignorance on, yeah. on the part and i i just found out a few minutes ago that that officer did retire not retire but she resigned as a resigned officer, as as well as somebody else i think it was the maybe it was the police chief or somebody in minnesota that resigned also um, yeah, certainly not a good look for um, Minnesota police right now. As this is well, the, go ahead. Not nah, my fault. My, go ahead, finish your part. Finish your point. My fault. Yeah, no, I was I was just gonna say this is the third um, black man um, that I can remember in the last three years. I mean, you had Philando Castile, and if um, folks remember, no, it's been more than Philando that. Castile but <laughs> more more black people. Um, getting shot in minnesota you mean or oh in minnesota oh in minnesota specifically oh okay i i, I was saying minnesota specifically gotcha um, Orlando okay. castile that was the young man that was uh shot to death on facebook live while his girlfriend yeah. was in the car and yeah. then you had obviously george floyd last george, year mm-hmm. and yeah. now we have dante wright all within the same state and i saw a stat that all these incidences happened within a 15 mile radius of uh, hmm. the Minneapolis area. So yeah. it's certainly not a good look on the part of Minnesota police right now. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Dante Wright, uh, for sure. For sure. Your doses yeah. to the family. And, and like I said, we should know that uh, and, and they should know the people who are doing these, doing this senseless killing, murder, um, they should know that it's not okay. I hope they don't think that resigning means that they are going to be exempt from uh, public media scrutiny. Also, they are they shouldn't be exempt from criminal charges. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they should get what's coming to them to the fullest extent. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, and we, we get so caught up in, um, you know, they should be fired, they should be fired. And, you know, I agree with that sentiment that you know don't resign don't coward out you know stand there like a you know like a g and just accept whatever's coming your way but it doesn't you could resign all you want you could resign all you want as far as i'm concerned you need criminal charges sure and 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 that's the lane i want to get to is yeah criminal charges need to be brought down um and 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 i think there's others that are just as culpable in all this as well um you know you look at the partners you know of these situations not you know just standing there not doing anything to kind of help defuse yeah. the situation you know yeah um yeah it, it's just sad it's just really you know and i i get upset I, I, every time i see this i get upset um i watched the video that um they showed last night on tv i i, I couldn't I just couldn't bring myself to just be numb over it. You know what I'm saying? 
it, yeah. it really like it really had me upset just looking at that and yeah, it's not just okay, to bring man. An, and and just to bring another incident to this i know i'm focused on minnesota here but did you see the army officer the black army officer in virginia get pulled over and got treated the way he was treated granted his life no. was spared so this was i don't remember what part of virginia but cop pulls him over he's an army vet uh the guy driving the car that is black man army vet decides you know what i'm not gonna pull over right away because it's too dark in the area i'm gonna pull over at this nearest gas station where there's lighting in the right. area so that everybody can see you know something if something goes down so he gets pulled over he puts his camera phone on he's filming everything that's happening and army officers trying to talk to the officer to say hey look i you know i didn't do anything um you know why am i being stopped and the cop is aggressive you know he's like yo you you know get, get your ass up out the car get up out the car or whatever and the dude is trying to you know he's trying to sweet talk him like yo i you know, I'm not guilty of anything. I'm not doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, the cop pepper sprays the army officer in his face. And it's just like, it's just another example of, you know, we, we, we talk about this military thing, right? Like how, you know, the military is supposed to protect, you know, veterans and things like that. Well, I guess if you were black military guy, you ain't getting that same protection because, you know, for for a cop to spray an army officer in the face with pepper spray, that's just, I mean, it's, be, it's beyond disrespectful. It's beyond disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. Well, unfortunately, no matter whether you're an army veteran or a famous billionaire or whatever you want to, you know, Dude's whatever, like us. still nigga. Still, still, still a nigga. nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Still, man. still so, looking at the skin tone. We got it. But we gotta thank God he's alive. Yeah, thank God sure. he was allowed to tell the story. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, um kind of going back to. Oh, I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know if you was getting on sports or not, but rest in peace I was. to the. Go ahead. Rest Go in ahead. peace to the dog. Rest in peace to the dog, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, rest in peace to the dog, man. DMX Where my dogs at? <laughs> passed over the over the weekend, uh, uh, or last week rather. Um, mm -hmm. Rest in peace, man. Fifty years old. I don't. I don't care nothing about how, why. Um, rest in peace, man. Um, mm, mm. Rest in peace to uh, Dark Man X. Uh, DMX, Earl Simmons, however many y'all out there know him. I, I think for me, um, I think what gets unnoticed about DMX, and I, you know, I put this on my Facebook account, you know, the, the day that um, I found out he passed away. Um, I don't think people realize the impact that DMX had on the industry back then. I mean, think about this, right? So, we, we got arguably two of the best MCs, you know, in the mid-90s. You got Tupac and you got Biggie. And then you have this East Coast, West Coast thing, which was fueled by the media, obviously. Um, cost both of these brothers their lives. 
And at that point, and I remember, I remember this because I was 14 years old and, you know, we was on our way to high school then. And there was always that question about what was going to happen with hip hop, like in terms of, okay, who was going to carry the torch or, you know, who was going to be that next crop of MCs, you know, that's going to get, you know, carry the load. Mm -hmm. DMX, DMX um, played a pivotal part in that. Um, 1998 drops the first two albums in the same year. Fire. Um, mm-hmm. 99 drops the third album. Fire. And I and and I know you and I and you know a few of our homies. You know, some years ago, we we used to kind of joke about how X kind of fell off after you know right around the Great Depression album, and then he came out with Grand Champ. Um, a couple of years after that, we we, we kind of tease that a little bit, but. This man had five albums go number one in the first week. Like that, that was a Billboard record. Like no, no mm-hmm. other rap artist had done that. Not even Jay Z. Um, when I think one of two artists as a whole, regardless of genre, to have their first five albums debut number one. Um, I don't think people realize also the impact he had with resurrecting Def Jam as a label. Yeah, because I because I think what went unnoticed while you know Pac and Big was kind of tearing up the charts was that Def Jam was hanging on by a thread. Um, aside from LL dropping a Mr. Smith album and maybe a couple other albums here and there, Def Jam as a label they they were hanging on by a thread, and DMX played a real part in helping resurrect Def Jam along with obviously Jay Z with the Rockefeller label. Uh, Murder Inc. came out. I know Red Man and Method Man. They had a few albums come out on Def Jam, like around that whole '98 to 2000 period. Like Def Jam kind of put itself back, you know, on the map as far as the label was concerned, with the help of distribution from you know Rockefeller and Rough Riders and other um, labels. DMX was a big part of that. So yeah. I don't think I don't think people realize the impact that he had, not just you know in hip hop, but on the industry as well. And so. Um, once again, rest in peace uh, to the great DMX. Uh, when I when I think about DMX, um, and I've you know I guess I've had time to uh, to you know watch interviews and be on social media and watching people you know react. Um, just a real, for, I mean, obviously I don't know him personally, but from what he's seen, you know, a real genuine person. You'd be surprised how many. Um, like local artists, like mm-hmm. lo- like I, I've seen, I can count at least four or five like artists that I know from this area mm-hmm. that has like pictures that been in pictures. They like he take pictures with him. He like yep. you know rap for him. I seen one cat. I seen DMX playing pool with one cat from the DMV that be you know that's rapping that's still out here rapping. Yeah. Like he, um, a genuine person. He'll talk to you if you know if the situation is is you know right for him to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, for as uh, as intimidating as he may seem, if you didn't, if you just watched videos and you know whatever, whatever. Um, Nobody really has a a negative story about him uh, being that way. He's just genuinely a cool dude uh, yeah. to people's account. I mean, his his relationship with God, even though 
you know, he was constantly being uh, tested by the devil every which mm-hmm. way. Like his his uh, sense of perspective on life. Um, he was just a genuine dude, man. He was a genuine dude. Um, I, I I would have to say that. Uh, I, I mean, clearly God took him, so clearly he served his purpose. But uh, yeah. I, I, I I'm confident just based on what you know me looking at interviews and listening to him talk he on breakfast club praying like he goes he prays where he goes even yep. though he'd be saying you know even though he mm-hmm. talk about the stuff he talk about like he a yeah. god for a man i'm confident that god uh told him good job well done uh i know i'm messing the quote up real good whatever the quote is that they say in the bible that god sh- should say to mm-hmm. you when you when you meet him in heaven yep. but um yep. For certain, uh, rest in peace. Uh, he lived a full life in fifty years, man. Um, and he has left a legacy. Um, I just hope uh, that you know we continue to uh, push his message. You know, push his message. Mm-hmm. Remember him as years go by, and that his masters go to his kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so happy to see him do that versus with Snoop, you know, even yeah. though it was a matchup that really just kind of came out of nowhere, but I was really happy to see him do that just to kind of... I was entertained by it, by the way. That, I know, yeah, you know, it was I know very we spoke about... We talked about matchup, I mean, we always talk about matchups offline, but yep. um, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that versus... Maybe, I did too. Uh, maybe more than, more than a, a lot of them, let me say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that was one of the best verses is of the ones that we've seen up to this point. I was so happy to see him, you know, kind of in that environment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he looked like he was in a good space. You know what I mean? And then he was happy. Swiss, he was happy, and Swiss was working on his next album and things like that, which I hope um, gets released at some point. You know, within the next you know few months toward the end of the year, I, I hope we get to hear some of that. Um, it, it was another thing that I had. Um, oh, you were mentioning, you know, some of the interviews he was doing on Breakfast Club. Um, obviously, for me, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you know, mm-hmm. comes to mind. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I see that video surface almost once a week. Um, but, yeah, uh, definitely insightful, especially with the Bible, man. I'm thinking to myself the other day, I'm like, man, this dude really could have been holding down some Bible study sessions, like, like on yeah. the real, like he, yeah. he could really like hold down a Bible study session and carry it through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, man. Um, um, I, I know there's a, uh, there's rumors going, going around about his uh, publishing and his royalties and all that. Um, there was a rumor that uh, Jay and Beyonce, Beyonce. boy, and which is, which came out to be not true. But um, if emphatically, yep. I, I I just hope that his royalties, his all that stuff goes to his kids. That's that's uh, if if I hope that's being set up. That's that that would be my only wish. Um, you know, amidst the situation that's going on, rest in peace to DMX, man. Mm-hmm. Legend, go. No doubt. No doubt. Um, and I, and I do want to get this out of the way also because you know, right after hearing DMX um, passing away, um, a friend of mine on Facebook was saying that uh, Black Rob ended Black up in Rob, the hospital, yeah. mm-hmm. and I saw the video 
on Twitter and I, I just kind of had to, to shake my head because, you know, I it, it made me it made me realize like like I, I forgot how like late of a bloomer. And when I mean late bloomer, I mean, like the time his career kind of really took off. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. This dude's old. Like, yeah, I, I, I didn't realize he's he's fifty two years old. I I, I didn't yeah. realize that. I, I mm-hmm. thought he might have been maybe um, five or six years younger than that at, at that point. Yeah. So, um, I know he's dealt with um, high blood pressure in the past. I know he had a stroke um, within the last, I think, six years or something like that. So, um, obviously, he's having some health challenges and i hope he gets well real soon yeah for sure for I, sure I, I really hope he does prayers to black rob and then his rumors talking about he homeless and all that i i don't know how much is how much of it is true and how much of it isn't but uh i'll just say you know like you're saying prayers for his health and prayers for his situation mm-hmm. no doubt no doubt yeah so I, I was going to, right before you got to the DMX um, salute, I was just going to kind of go back to the Minnesota thing for a second and not so much highlight the incident, but um, there were three games in Minnesota that was supposed to happen last night, and every every sports team decided that they weren't going to play just out of respect for uh, Dante Wright Dante and Wright. his family. Mm-hmm. And yep. I, I, I thought that that was the right thing to do. And just to, you know, be honest with you, and as someone that visited that area once about almost four years ago, a couple of those teams didn't have to do that, just kind of given the proximity of how far they play apart from each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I I know the Timberwolves came out and no, it wasn't the Timberwolves. It was the Twins that came out and said we was concerned for everybody's safety. Um, because I think that was like a like a mid afternoon game against Boston or something like that. So they, they was concerned about the safety of the people coming to the game because of the potential um, protesters in the streets. And right. so they made that and they said, you know what, we're just not going to you know play the game. And then the Timberwolves come out and they say, we're, we're not going to play the Nets tonight just out of respect. And then the hockey team, which plays. um miles and miles away from where all that stuff, all the protesters were taking place. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't have to really um, cancel their game, but out of respect for, um, forget the kid's name, um, Dante Wright Dante and Wright. his family, they decided let's just join the party and just not play no games tonight. It, it was the perfectly right thing to do. So I'm, I'm yeah. cool with that 100%. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. What you, what you got? Um, well, in in minor news, uh, James Conner is officially gone. Uh, he signed with the Cardinals. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't that. know the terms. Don't know the terms of the deal. Um, <laughs> that leaves us with Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane, Trey Edmonds. Uh, <laughs> you know, we don't have a great running back stable right now. <laughs> um, so I mean, you know, regardless of how people feel about drafting uh Najee Harris if he's available at 24 or Travis at Eddie at from North Carolina at 24 or safety however you uh, I'm not safety or a center at uh in, with the 24th pick however you feel yeah. uh, I think we are officially in the runnings for a number one running back 
So and and, and you know and you know I wasn't high on James Conner anyway. I think I I think I was ready for him to leave anyway. But now it that sounded he's like you gone, were at peace with whoever picked him up. It was going to be what it was going to be. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if you're in the season. I was, I mean, last year I was critical, and really this year, um, not much has changed. It's because it's, the thing is, is that um, we know he has the potential to be a good back. I think he, I think at his highest potential, he could be a, you know, 11, 12 back, you know, best back in the league type of running back. Um, yeah. But he, he, Never, he don't stay healthy, and and then I mean I'm not gonna blame so much of this year on him because the offensive line was bad as well, but um, you know he don't stay healthy. I'll say this: if he can stay healthy, uh, Arizona did did get more dangerous. They definitely got just a, yeah. a tad a- bit more Arizona, dangerous. Watch out for the Arizona Cardinals in 2021. Yeah. They did get a tad bit more dangerous. Uh, if he could stay healthy, if he can, I mean, hell, if he can give them twelve, if he can give them twelve strong games, uh, mm-hmm. they they are looking like the best team in the NFC West. Um, so I, him I, and Ken, Kenyon Drake is still there, right? I think Kenyon Drake is still there. Okay, so Kenyon Drake, James Conner, and I don't know who their like third guy is, but that's not a bad. That's not a bad <laughs> running back. Uh, yeah, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh I mean even with I mean Chandler Jones, TJ uh JJ White on the uh yeah, they they Buddha Baker, yeah. Patrick Buda Peterson Baker. is still a, is still a, a quality cornerback. They got Patrick they Peterson got is not there no more. Oh, he's gone? Where you go? He went to the Vikings. Really? Yes. Ah, yes. okay. Well, all yeah. right, well forget that. Which didn't I know think that. Is good, which I think is a good pickup for Minnesota. Yeah, 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 sure. For mm-hmm. Minnesota, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't know that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's Yeah, that's yeah. So James Conner, um, yeah, James Conner to Arizona. Uh, congratulations. Uh, thank you for your contribution. Um, but, you know, I, and, and, and I hope he does well. I mean, I, he, he got, he in a situation where he can thrive. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So I didn't have this in the notes, but I because I've been, I've been talking about it so much on other platforms over the week. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Sam Darnold trade to the Carolina Panthers for a second rounder, a fourth rounder and a sixth round pick. If I'm not mistaken. Um, <laughs> so Teddy Bridgewater is gone. This is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yo, that, that and, and, and it's bullshit. Yo. Yeah, and, and it's bullshit. That, that, and it's that, bullshit. Me off, yo. <laughs> but it's bull and it's bullshit. Let me be clear on that. It's bullshit. Mm. Um, would you? But would you agree that Sam Donald high, has a higher ceiling than Teddy Bridgewater? I would agree that he has a higher ceiling. Yes, that he has a higher ceiling. Um, mm. What I, I don't think he's that, better right now. Exactly. And that's what I was getting to. I wouldn't say that Sam Darnold's a better quarterback right now than Teddy Bridgewater. Look, man, Teddy Bridgewater played solid last season. And had he had Christian McCaffrey for 16 games, they would have won eight games. They would have won. No, they would have went nine and seven, something like that. If you noticed and, and I've watched a little bit of Panthers football games last season, they were playing teams tough. 
Like, I know they played mm-hmm. the Raiders in an opener really tough. It was like a 33-31 ball game, and they were right there. I know they played the Chiefs tough later in the year. They could have won that game if not for a missed field goal. And they and some of the other games, they was keeping teams tight. Like, they, they just needed a guy that could, you know, break a game open. And if Christian McCaffrey is there, he could be the dude to do that. So, yeah. for me, it's like, wait a minute. Why don't y'all get Christian McCaffrey healthy, let him come back, retain Teddy Bridgewater, and and see how this team does. Instead, they're just kicking Teddy to the curb already. Yeah. Um, and, and and then on top of that, where is he going to start? Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still there. He's still in Carolina. I mean, he's still there right now. I get that. I get that. But you would have to yeah. think that they they have intentions on not keeping Teddy Bridgewater. I would think. Um, I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they're keeping him because uh, Sam Donald's injury history. Maybe they then maybe they will keep him because of injury history. That would be smart. But it it, it would be smart. Um, it would also mm-hmm. be smart to keep him because if Sam Donald doesn't pan out like you thought he might, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you still got Bridgewater there. I don't like the idea of Bridgewater not starting. Um, but I guess. Um, I mean, is it is it safe to assume that we know Sam Donald is going to get the starting job? Maybe it'll be a competition. Yeah, I mean, that's been talked about, too, between those two guys. And also what's been talked about is the Panthers still possibly might draft the quarterback in this draft. Um, but I've, I've kind of yeah. said that if they if they don't believe in Bridgewater, that they would probably be a team out to draft the quarterback. But I wanted Teddy Bridgewater to stay there. So. Um, so the fact that like we said, he's still there. So it's not like, it's not like we know that he's gone. They would be, um, who knows? Maybe Teddy Bridgewater wants to request a trade or something. Um, yeah, but, but then, I mean, where, who, where could he start right right, now? Right, where, where Where could he start right now? Cause let's face it, the teams that are like going to be drafting high, they got their eyes set on who they're going to draft as far as the quarterback position is concerned. And they don't necessarily so. mean they're going. And they don't necessarily mean they're going to get them. But uh, mm-hmm. I, look, I, I just can't see, right now as rosters are constructed. I can't see where he is going to play. Maybe who's Chicago's quarterback again? Andy Dalton. Yeah, like, and they and they are like stead fast that Andy Dalton's going to be the starter. Yeah. So it's just, <laughs> I, yeah, I, you know, I can't think of a team that, that needs a starting quarterback that, you know, that Teddy Bridgewater could just straight up usurp. Right. Right. I, I was thinking about the football team, but they just got Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and, and let's be clear, they didn't pay him a whole bunch of monies. I mean, they paid him number two mm-hmm. money and he's probably going to start. Um, right, right. But what's the point of bringing Bridgewater in if you bought Fitzpatrick in, and you mm. still got Heineke behind? Exactly, him? exactly. Yeah, that 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 wouldn't make sense for him. Yeah, I I I, I just think it sucks for him that uh, now he's in a competition with Sam Donald for yeah. you know, the starting job for Carolina. Well, I tell you, I t- I will say this though: if it's a competition, um, I I could put my I put my money on Bridgewater still. Sam Donald might might. Mm-hmm. I put my money on Bridgewater. He, yeah, Sam Donald might go out and kiss more girls and get mono again. Who who knows? Man. <laughs> who, who who knows? 
Who knows, man? <laughs> but I, knows? I think. But here's the other thing that I think about in terms of what Carolina gave up for Sam Darnold. I think this makes me more frustrated at the Houston Texans, and I'm not gonna go into you know the conversation about the case with Deshaun Watson. I'm not going there. Um, where I am going is 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 that. Um, if we believe to find the Texans somewhat complicit of what's going on with Deshaun Watson in that case, then it's a, it's a, it's a bad business move because the Texans have no draft picks, right? They, they don't mm-hmm. have no picks in the first round. I think they have maybe one in the second round and second. Maybe none in the third round. I'll, I'll double check that, but they, they basically have no draft capital, right? Bill O'Brien basically sold the farm uh, a year or two ago with, you know, getting a bag of balls for trading away um, the, uh, the Andre Hopkins to Arizona, yeah, and you know, getting back uh, who they get back um, David Johnson. David Johnson, David Johnson washed up self. Um, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 they they just made some bad trades, and you, you you figure if you're if you're a fan of that team, Deshaun Watson is like your only asset, right? So yeah, the dude comes out and he says. I don't want to play for you guys. So in my mind, hey, Texans, go ahead and trade the guy away. He doesn't want to play for you guys. And he's a top five quarterback. You're going to get something valuable back for him if you're smart. So well, not to bring not to this, bring up the whole situation, the whole case situation. But then what does that even look like now? Like who 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 picks up? It doesn't look like anything right now. Like the, what the is the conversation right look now. good? Yeah, yeah. Like who who's touching that right the now? Probably the answer is nobody. The answer is nobody. nobody's touching that right now. Nobody's yeah. touching that. But At I'm, least I'm, not for the conversation that the Texans would expect. Right. But I'm just trying to paint a picture where, let's say this didn't happen. Like the whole case with the sexual assault. Like let's say this didn't happen, and we kind of believe that the Texans are a little complicit in this getting out. Um, this Donald trade happens. I mean, the Panthers basically kind of set the tone, right? Like if Deshaun Watson is still valuable, then the Panthers kind of set the tone by giving up a second round, a fourth round, and a sixth round for a guy who hasn't shown himself to be a good quarterback his first three years. Right. Imagine what the, imagine what they could have got for Deshaun Watson after this Donald trade. Man, man, if I'm a well, fan of that team, I, I, I got to be just shaking my head right now. Yeah, um, it's a lot to shake your head about the Houston. Um, <laughs> it's a, I leave it there. It's a lot to shake your head man, about the Houston. I'm just thinking, man, they could have got like, they could have got maybe two or three first round picks or something crazy like that, man. Mm, yeah, it could have been crazy, but yeah, that's the Texans. But here we um, are, right? <laughs> Yeah, here we are. Here we are. So, um, irritating, irritate, irritating news. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but um, there is going to be a movie. <laughs> uh, I saw this. A family, uh, and I have to believe it's going to be a family movie, like one of those, you know, kid tear one jerker. of those, uh, one of those lifetime movies. Yeah, no, like you know, like what, I'm trying to think of a like I'm trying to think of one like uh, one of them little movies where kids play football and the coaches has a okay. Because uh, the name uh, the, the name of the movie that I think about 
is uh, Little Giants. Do you do you remember the movie um, Little Giants? I do remember it. Yeah, yeah, I do okay. remember it. That that's the line of like okay movie that I'm thinking about as as you're talking okay. about this. But whatever, whatever the hell. <laughs> They're doing a movie about what Sean Payton did <laughs> while he was while he was suspended during Bounty Gate. <laughs> so y'all telling me that y'all and look, you know what? Um, you gotta try to find a way to make some money, I guess. But what the fuck? Like, why are we like? What I, kind of plot no. is that? What kind of plot? Yeah. Is Next, we're gonna get a movie about what uh what uh what Mike Vick did while he was while he was away. Like, what what is what is this? Like, like mm-hmm. we can't do that. Like, this is this. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't agree with the sentiment. I, I don't agree with the sentiment. And then and then you and you know what this movie is gonna do? This movie mm-hmm. is gonna make us forget about the fact that the only reason this movie was possible is because he was doing some grimy shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. before before it all happened, it's just like, come on, bro. Like, I, I'm, I'm yeah. Like, he they, they, he was complicit in Bounty Gate. Cause like, they're make they're 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 uh they're in, in they're trying to in a sense rewrite history about what happened to Sean Payton and what he did um, when when you know Bounty Gate happened. It's going right. to be all washed washed away in this movie. So it's like. Especially if the movie does well, it's like we. I, so, I, I'm not. I don't want to see. You know it. who's I'm not, playing. I'm not you know who's playing Sean. Yeah, Payton, Kevin right? James. Uh, look, and I like Kevin James as an actor, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm uh, nah. I don't. I don't want to see. I, it. I'll be and honest with you. I, I think they could have got somebody better. Like, I, like Kevin James doesn't resemble Sean Payton one bit. No, but you know what? But you know what he is funny. So he's gonna bring that little that little uh, slapstick, that little family humor. Like I already saw, I already see yep. the play. It's gonna be like one of those feel good family <laughs> movies, and somebody gonna uh, they gonna jump in. Some white kid is gonna jump in Kevin James's arms, and they're gonna swing around to some beautiful symphonic music, and and and, and everybody's mm. gonna forget about the fact that none of this would have happened if he wasn't cheating. Mm, basically, or trying to take niggas' heads off. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, like, that's, come that's on, what man. Happened. Cause that's yeah, what right. happened. They tried. They, I mean, that's they essentially tried to right. Ki- they tried to they kill, tried to kill you, man. Title <laughs> game, <laughs> right, right, right. So it's just like, hey, let's not like, forget. Come on. Let's not forget who the architect of that defense was too. That was uh, yeah. Greg Williams. Greg Williams, yeah. You know, that one who's so. gonna play Greg Williams. Is Greg Williams gonna get a role? Is Jonathan <laughs> Vilm? Is Jonathan Vilman gonna get a little, uh, a little, a little? Yeah, because he got suspended too, right? Yeah, don't nobody care about what happened to Jonathan Vilma when he was suspended, or right. Greg Williams when he was suspended. But Sean Payton, like, oh, this is a feel-good story, you know. Yeah, like, they're gonna turn this. They're gonna turn tragedy into triumph, and we're gonna forget mm, the fact that he mm. tried to kill Brett Favre. Mm. Damn Hollywood, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn white people, I hate you. Damn yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, I'm yeah. not feeling it. I am not watching I, that movie. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to remember it. I'm gonna try to remember when it comes out because nah, I remember because because I because I I remember being irritated yesterday. Like, uh, for real, that's what yeah. we doing. I'm not gonna watch it at all. I'm just gonna just shrug my shoulders and say, okay, it's there. Julian Julian Edelman retires. Um, yep. They said he he got cut after he failed a physical. Decided he didn't want to play football anymore. If he couldn't play for the uh, 
New England Patriots. Uh, let's be clear, great career, um, three-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, I think he has like most second most postseason catches and yards behind Jerry Rice or something crazy like that. Um, but obviously, the uh, Hall of Fame discussion started uh, coming up, and um, I'll pose to you: Is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, no. No, no, I agree. Um, agree. Something, something, something has to count for regular season, right? So yes, he's got the playoff, you know, yards and the catches and the touchdowns and all that stuff. And when you play with and Tom the great Brady moment. all these years, yeah, and don't forget did. that great moment. You're talking about against the Falcons, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, he's he's got all that, and yes, he does have a moment or you know or two. Um, in the postseason, but he was never a top five receiver in a regular season. Like nobody ever put them. I don't think nobody ever been put a top... In top ten. Well, is is that the measuring stick though? I mean, he was a he was for for better or for worse. I mean, if you want to say mm-hmm. Gronk was the number one receiver, I, I I wouldn't argue with you. But by position, he was the number one receiver um, on all three of those Super Bowls, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I take it back. I say he is a hall of famer, but he is not a hall of famer before the likes of Tory Holt, Reggie Wayne, Heinz Ward. Uh, is Heinz in? Heinz is not in, but I did see somebody on Twitter today say that if they ever even thought about putting Julian Edelman in the hall of fame, then you have to put Heinz Ward in there. And I think Hans Ward is a Hall of Famer. Maybe not. Maybe not. A, maybe not a first. Uh, what do you call it? The you know on the first time in. But mm-hmm. I think he's a Hall of Famer, and that might be uh, still his bias. I would. I. I you know. You could well, argue me down on that. I I hate the Steelers, but the one thing I will give Hines a little uh, a edge over Julian Edelman is is that Hines played longer, and he yeah. played longer for the same team, if I'm not mistaken. And he right? played he didn't tougher. Play else. And he was better. He was a better wide receiver. So, yeah, I'm not putting Julian Elliman in the Hall of Fame. Um, I put him there. Just, just he got to wait. He got to wait. Mm, I don't know, man. He got to wait. I, I just he got to wait I, a little I, while. I, I just look at have you have you been top five? You know, of of all the seasons that you played, he's he's never been categorized as you know the top five, and he's played in an era where it's DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, AJ Green. Um, he, he's played with a bunch of those guys that we said like year in, year out, those are top five receivers. He's never is been West a part Walker, of that conversation. Is Wes Welker a Hall of Famer to you? Um no. No. No, okay. Okay. No. Well then, uh, then and, and, uh, then and Wes the, Welker has had some better seasons than Julian Yeah, for Edelman. sure. I I was yeah. just gonna say I if you could put Wes Welker in there, I could see Julian Elman getting in there. I just don't think he's a first ballot. If that right, if that sets the tone, then yeah. They, yeah, they'll, they'll probably yeah. find a way to get him in there. I but, mean, but then I mean, because I mean, because it sounds like like is there as how many slot receivers have been much? How many slot receivers have been much better than uh, the likes of Wes Welker and Julian Edelman? Um, mm, not not a lot. I mean, I yeah, I mean, top of my head. and and as and as that as that starts to become as as it's become more and more a part of the game. That's you know you know being able to line up in the slot and dominate in the slot. Um, right. There ain't many better to do it. Like and like so like I said, 
maybe not first ballot. And I don't think Wes Welker nor Julian Edelman is a first ballot Hall of Famer. But I think when you think about the slot receiver, mm-hmm. um, them two white boys have been elite at slot receiver. Right, right. Well, and Stokely Stokely was pretty good back in the day. Stokely. Brandon Stokely. Yeah, never white boy. But I don't but I don't think he was ever uh Wes Welker caliber or or, or even No, he, he wasn't caliber. West Welker caliber. He wasn't West or Welker. Even caliber. Edel- or even Julian Edelman caliber. But Stokely did have some good seasons. Um I don't think like he's ever been Julian Edelman caliber though. Uh prob- probably not. And I mean he did bounce around some teams a little bit. He played for I know he, he won the Super Bowl with the Ravens in two thousand and then he was with uh the Colts for some years and then he was with Denver, if I'm not mistaken. So um and and most of those years was with Peyton. So yeah. um I, I, I do got another hot take for you in regards to Julian Elliman. He might be a top five patriot. Like in the franchise, his history, he might be a top in five Patriots of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he might be a top five player in that in that you know franchise's history. Would you put him over Wes Welker uh, as a Patriot? Ooh, I that's say debatable. yes. That's that's debatable. I say yes. You say, I yes? say yes. Okay, say I'll, yes. I'll, I'll 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 say it's debatable. But we know Tom Brady's in the top five. We know. Yeah. Um, What's 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 homeboy name on the NFL Network? Uh, Willie McGinnis, I think he's uh-huh. I think he's in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Gronk, you got to put Gronk in there, right? Gronk for sure, for sure. Um, maybe a combination of Richard Seymour and Teddy Bruschi, one of those two guys. Teddy Bruschi is for certain in there, for certain in there. Matt Bruschi. Vrabel is definitely in there. Vrabel, oh Vinatieri, I forgot about Vinatieri. Uh, yeah, Vinatieri. he's not in the top five. Yeah, he's not in the top five. Benetieri, you don't think's in the top five? No, 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 no. I'm saying uh, Julian Edelman's not. Oh, Edelman. Okay. okay. Yeah, Edelman's not. Yeah, I okay. mean, you could argue it, but but then you still got Ty Law. Ty, right, Ty Law. Yeah, yeah he's not in there. Right. I mean, and then how you and then Troy Brown? How do you feel about Troy Brown? I, I just thought about Troy Brown too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's in there. Oh, okay. I, I mean, you so. might. I mean, some people might argue that uh, Edelman over Troy Brown, but. Definitely mm-hmm. not over Vinatieri. Definitely not over Vrabel. Definitely not over Brewski. Willie McGinnis. Tom Brady, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, nah, I don't think he makes it. Mm-hmm. Okay, six or seven for sure. Uh, okay, just wanted to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, uh, Britt Reed. Yeah, that's where I was going next. Uh, Got you. So, but I, but I, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Chief Rock of Jersey Vern and uh, Deacon Dell in uh, what's happening live chat group. So appreciate the support, fellas. Um, Britt Reed finally uh, has been charged with driving while intoxicated as a felony. Um, mm-hmm. It took it took too damn long um, in my book. Yeah, um, but, for sure. But but finally. Um, he, he's being charged with this, you know, with this felony, uh, the accident was his fault, um, hundred yep. percent. And, um, I, I did get an update on the little girl, um, still sort of in the critical condition, um, still mm-hmm. kind of brain, still kind of brain shot, but still, you know, keeping on, keeping on. So just got to keep praying for the little girl there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Britt Reed definitely is on his way to paying these penance, and and, and, and should should fullest extent of the law. Mm-hmm. That little girl was five years old. 
Yeah, yeah, man. That that that's just a sad story right there. But yeah. I did see I did see someone tweet out that Andy Reid should be complicit in this, and I dis and I kind of disagree with that. Complicit in this. Complicit in and 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 I think what the person was trying to get to is is that remember. Um, this was the same son that had problems when Andy Reid was coaching in Philly years yep. ago. Um, I think there was like a, a drunk driving case. It was another drunk driving case. And then there was something else I can't remember. And then the and then if you remember, the brother lost his life to some incident. That some sort of alcoholism, some sort of, yeah, some sort yeah. of alcoholism something, or something of that ilk. Yeah, right, right. So I, I think what the person was trying to tie into is, is that his son had already messed up a few times in the past. And since he took the chief's job and I don't know how long Britt Reed has been there, but mm-hmm. Andy gave his son a second or a third opportunity to, okay. you know, get his life straight, you know, by coaching okay. on the coaching staff. Um, so this, you know, this incident happens with the accident with the little girl. Um, the weekend of the Super Bowl, if if I if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. re- the weekend of the Super the week Bowl. of week of yeah. right, right, and and then um, you know people are calling for Britt Reed's head at the time, and um, I I said that I thought Andy, you know, while trying to coach this game, I, I just found it hard to believe that he was able to you know coach the football game the way he did. Um, despite the team getting blown out. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I kind of disagree with the person in saying that he should be sort of held accountable or so, or held somewhat complicit, or maybe the yeah. right word is being an enabler. Maybe, maybe that's the word that maybe hey. um, fits a little bit. But he's a grown-ass man. Britt Reed is. Period. He's a grown-ass Period. man. I, what, and Because what, what could you possibly do to Andy Reed for hiring his son? Yeah. Yeah, you can't do anything. What could you do? What can you, you do about that? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, so. hold it. I mean, yeah. Clear uh cuz I mean, um maybe he was a good coach at whatever position, whatever he did for Kansas City or in Philadelphia as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was good. Maybe it's just nepotism. Maybe it's maybe it is just that. But mm-hmm. that's your right to do it. I don't got nothing to do with Absolutely. Leave the field. Absolutely. And it's 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 one it's it's not I don't want to classify it as a mistake, but it was a bad decision on Britt Reed's part and it nearly cost someone their life. And it, and yeah, it's about and it the and bad, it's about to cost him his livelihood a, a, as well. All the, at least all it some, takes is at least one. to some extent. At least it's to yeah. some extent. I mean, I, I I mean, unfortunately, I don't think he's gonna sit there and do like, you know, no crazy, crazy time or nothing like that. I think um, I think he'll be charged. I think he'll even right. be found guilty. But I, I, I don't know that they're gonna uh, punish him to the fullest extent of the law. I think he'll get a sentence. He'll get. He'll mm-hmm. be back out before he's too old, and he'll maybe probably be back. With you know, probably will be back coaching football to some extent. Um, wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't but, surprise me. But um, I don't know that. I don't know that he shouldn't work again because of what he did i just think he should pay his penalty for what he did mm-hmm. yeah I, so, agree. I mean i'm not here i'm not here to be like Britt reed shouldn't shouldn't coach football no more or shouldn't 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm I'm here to say that he need to go sit down for a second to get his life together because he almost killed yep. a five year old child. Yeah, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta pay for that. Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. In just smaller news, uh, congrats to Eddie George on becoming the coach of uh, Tennessee State University. Yes, so sir. shout out to Eddie yes, George for uh, yep. getting that job. Um, it, can we switch to some basketball now? Sure. Because um, this is disappointing. Um, last night. Uh, Jamal Murray goes down with an ACL uh, against the Warriors. It was like 50 Out seconds left in the game. And, um, you know, we came down pretty hard on it. And so he's out. Yeah, like you said, he's out indefinitely. Um, for me, he's out for the season. So, yeah, um, you know, the Nuggets are going to have to push forward without him. Um, question Kills for any you. any dark horse chances of going to the finals. If anybody thought he, they, they had a chance to maybe upset some folks and get it to the finals, that I think that's officially done. Yeah, that's officially done. But what I do think happens now is that I think Nikola Jokic's chances of winning league MVP become more greater now. And I, and I know that when you look at the other guys... Becomes greater or he has the opportunity for it to become greater? Um, I, the opportunity to become greater. Um, okay. Because now, I mean, I mean, he does everything for that team anyway, even with Jamal Murray there. Um, Define now, everything, because Jamal Murray scores points. Jamal, uh, Jokic, um, Jokic can score. I mean, granted, it's not the same volume as a Jamal Murray, but Jokic can score. He can shoot the three. He can pass. He's one of the better passers in the game. Um, he can rebound. He can play, you know, he could defend the boards that way. So that's what I mean by he could, you know, he does everything, a little, little bit of everything, almost averaging a triple-double, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's going to buckle under the pressure. I don't mm. think he's going to be able to – I don't think he's going to be able to – and I don't but think But you're talking playoffs, second, though, right? You're talking playoffs. I, I mean, right? I'm, I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think you'll see, you, you're going to see a very big difference in the way this team looks without Jamal Murray. They're not they're not going to be as explosive with without Jamal Murray on the floor. Um, I agree with that. There's not, there's, it, he, there's not much more that Jokic can do. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be somebody else, and I mean, if you if you got Aaron Gordon doing it, maybe I don't. Um, Michael Porter Junior's there, right? I don't get Michael Porter Junior scoring, and, and that's no shade to Michael Porter because he's a good player, a good young player, but he's not going to pick up and score twenty five. Well, a game. I, I guess the point I'm trying to get to is is that it's going to have to be a collective effort by some of these players. You mentioned Aaron Gordon, who just got traded there. Um, along with Michael Porter Jr., um, Gary Harris still there, or did he get? Did he go? I in that thought trade? he got. I thought he got traded, but I'm not. He went. In, sure. He went in that trade for Aaron Gordon, didn't he? I, I believe so, but I'm not one hundred percent sure. Okay, so yeah, it's it's really going to be a collective effort. But I agree with you that they're not going to be as explosive um, without Jamal Murray. But when I say that Jokic's opportunities to win league MVP. I'm not just talking about now, okay, he's the he's the guy on the team. He doesn't have Jamal Murray with him now. Um, look look elsewhere around the league. You know, Kevin Durant has missed some games. I had KD as a early MVP top candidate. Um, LeBron has missed some games, obviously. Embiid went down with an injury um, 
a, a couple of weeks ago. I know he's back now, but he was a, a league leading MVP candidate for a portion. And then I James heard Stephen A. saying James Harden. Right. And I'm I was about to mention James Harden. He comes over in a trade to Brooklyn and he's tearing it up. And there's a debate about whether he should be even considered. And I'm like, yeah, he should be considered. I, I get he was traded, but but now James Harden is out with his hamstring and it'll be another, I think, five days from this point to evaluate the hamstring. So who who out there else is left as far as I mean, they seem they seem to love to give they seem to love to give Giannis uh, undeserving awards. So maybe he'll get maybe a three P. But even Giannis has missed some games and it's not because of injury, but just they they've been resting Giannis. Okay, Jokic well, they just played every game. Uh, yeah, you don't get MVP for playing every game. Uh, sure, but that's just the facts. You don't get you don't get MVP for for playing every game. You get I, it. I, I, it's I, it's a it's a it's politics. It's a it's politics. It's being the best player in the sure, league. The being sure. the most valuable to your team. Um, sure. It's moments. It, it, I mean, I, the I I think one of the lowest factors as to whether you win MVP is not is you being available for every game. Nobody cares about that. If you is about what you if you play if you're playing over seventy to seventy five percent of the depends game of the on season. Who. Um I, I think yeah, it, de- I think it play- depends on who. Like if, if LeBron play played over- every game, they gonna give they gonna give him the MVP. If LeBron played every game they're gonna give him the MVP because he's LeBron nah, James. No, nah, I disagree. I dis I disagree. If he, I don't. Again, I don't think playing eighty-two games or or what is it, seventy-two games, whatever it is this year. I don't think that's mm-hmm. the. I don't think that's the end all be all. I don't even think that's a top five end all be all as to what would give you MVP. It's I agree. Production. It's not the. I agree. It's not the end all be on. I I I do think it's a factor though. Like I don't I, think I it's a factor. At, I, I think there's a certain amount of games that you have to play, but I don't think it's a factor at all. I think if you play about sixty percent of the games, sixty five percent of the games in a season, and you produce, that's all you mm. need. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about sixty five, sixty percent, seventy five percent. I'd be like, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm just okay. I mean, but whatever your threshold is, it -hmm. certainly doesn't have to. um, I don't think maybe Kevin Durant has played himself out of MVP, like hasn't you know kind of because he hasn't been available. Um, I don't think LeBron. I don't think LeBron has worn. LeBron should still be in the running based on games he missed. He should still be in the running. Um, I don't think James Harden is a. I think James Harden is still a candidate. He's played enough of the in the league and enough in the year to be considered mm-hmm. for MVP. Uh, obviously, Jokic yeah. has. And B um, should be considered. Joel and B should be considered. Um, don't see him or Jokic winning it, but they should be. They should be in the running for certain. Mm-hmm. And then they so and then right and now, then in a guard in a win, you know, like big men don't win MVP. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I, I get Giannis is different, but Giannis is a three. Uh, three. That boy, he play he play like a four, sometimes a five. I mean, I mean, you could tell me, and 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 no, he doesn't. (laughs) He doesn't play like a four at all. uh, You don't think he plays like a four? No, I think he don't have a jumper, but I don't think he plays like a four. I think he slashes and gets to the basket. That's not a okay. four game. I, okay. Well, 
so who so April thirteenth right now? Who's your league MVP right now? I have no fucking clue, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking clue. I have no fucking clue. If you if you if you if you're making if you're pulling my if you're making me make a decision, if you're making me make a decision, mm-hmm. um, <sighs> I don't feel like like I really don't know. If you're making me make a decision, see you you um, one of you one of those you one of those people, and just just I'll, I'll I'll let you know who my MVP is right now. It's it's Nikola Jokic. Yeah, you've you been saying it and, all year. And, I, I, and, and, and I understand that there's a a populace of the media that really don't they they don't want to give it to him. Like they they don't want to give it to him. They acknowledge he's improved from last year to this year. They acknowledge that the Nuggets are a top four seed, but I I do get the sense that media and people in basketball circles they for some reason i don't know if it's because they play out west or you know because it's the nuggets that they don't want to give this guy or he's not as as flashy as some of the other guys you know yes, running for is. mvp huh? he is just as flashy he just he is just as flashy he just plays the five and they don't want it they don't nobody wants the five to win mvp yeah well and but getting to my point i think yeah, I think there's a consensus of people that don't want to give it to him, despite the fact that they acknowledge that this guy's numbers is, you know, almost they almost averaging a triple double, and you know the Nuggets are top four seed. You 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 I mean, fall in line t- with them people. I um, think you in line with those folks. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I I can't I can't say that I'm in line with them people off this just off the strength that. Um, I haven't. I don't. I haven't watched enough Jokic this year. I acknowledge what that's, he's that's done. Fair. I acknowledge what he's what he's doing. Um, I don't. I mean, but let's keep it a buck. They are in. They have been in the top four seedings for the past two, three, maybe four years. So that 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 much hasn't changed. Yes, he's improved statistically, but the team, for the most part, looks the same. It's not like he's. It's not like he's dry. It's not like his his extra contribution is making them look like a a a challenge to even the Clippers or the Lakers or whoever you have been the uh, the favorites in the West. Um, mm-hmm. His con- his extra contribution doesn't make them look like a team that could beat the best. They don't look like they're the best team in the mm-hmm. West or in the NBA. Um, you can say that about a lot of teams though that have had to play um, this one MVP. You you can say that about a bunch of teams. Um, well, I'll say this, but I but in in regards to Jokic to Joker, um, mm-hmm. like I said, this team has been here. This team has been here for the past two or three, four years. So mm-hmm. um, if it, if it's just production, uh, if it's just a, you know a bit better production, meaning he's almost averaging triple double. I mean, let's be clear, mm-hmm. his numbers have been, uh, you know. 20 you know 20 uh 10 and 7 and 8 yeah. meaning assists 7 8 assists so yes he's getting those extra two or three assists that's that's you know maybe that maybe get him to a, a triple double or close to a triple double and that mm-hmm. should be a you know but I don't I don't think uh him averaging an extra assist or two cuz that's essentially I mean maybe maybe you can give he's approving maybe two rebounds I don't think it's approving two rebounds or two assists um, mm-hmm. where your team is in the same position gets you 
get right. got you automatically. Like, I, like I get what MVP. you're saying. Like the like the numbers. I, I kind of get what you're saying. Like the numbers haven't like dra- it's like it's not a drastic improvement. It's a yeah. It's an he's done better nonetheless. Yeah, he's done yeah. better, but it's not like from the bottom to the top. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, and you know this large yeah. gap. But I and think it's like and it's like and it's like the team and it's like the team. Yeah, the team the team is the team is on his back, but the team has always been on his back. So right. you know right. nothing has really changed. He's just have he's just having another great year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if there was an award for consistency, maybe he'd be in the running for that. But um, I don't I don't see that that automatically puts him at the top of my MVP because he's just essentially doing what he's been doing every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think you could say that about a lot of teams. Like if like let's say Embiid somehow wins the MVP this year. I mean, the Sixers for the last, what, three, four years, they've been in this spot, you know, the past four years with Embiid. So so Embiid's numbers, and I don't know what they off the top of my head, but I know he's sure. improved his game um, and, and the numbers are slightly better. But you, you, you're probably having the same narrative about Embiid and the Sixers yeah. than you are about Joker and um the nuggets yeah and he's a five and p and the five winning the mvp ain't sexy um so this is, and this then is, this and is about then center's not getting the love <laughs> yeah i mean when's the last center was shaq <laughs> who's the last center the, the to last win? The, the last center to win mvp yeah shaq well, and you know him. and you know how great shaq had to be to win mvp uh yeah yeah um garnett when he wasn't a center though garnett in the center yeah Okay. He was a power, power four. Okay. And okay. I mean, really, and really, in, in his younger days, he was a three. Um, mm-hmm. But he yeah, did I play mean, some center. He did play some yeah, center. Yeah, but he's not a center. He's not sure, a center. Sure, sure. No I'm just thinking no about, way. I'm just thinking about really, and, 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 and I think you're right to, to this point. Centers, in terms of winning the MVP, Shaq was like the last true center to win the award. But when I think about power forwards that, can play the five. Um, Tim Duncan won an MVP, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. Since since Shaq, um, yeah. Garnett won league MVP since Shaq. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't. I, I know Dirk is a four, but I wouldn't necessarily classify him as playing the five per se. But Dirk, yeah, he's played the five. I mean, I mean, if you go, if if that's if that's the narrative you're going to run with, Dirk mm-hmm. has definitely played the five, but. Like I said, none of those guys, none of those guys are fives. And even, even, even in the the way they play basketball, they don't play like fives. They play like fours. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just, I, thinking, um, I'm just thinking about some teams like like it's, Utah. It's just, it's just ain't sexy. You, I mean, what, it ain't what, really what, sexy for fours to win it. But I mean, sure, sure. So, question for you. I'm looking at the top of the West. You got the Suns and you got the Jazz. Do, do you pick any one of those players off those teams and say, "Nope, somebody stands out as a league MVP"? Nope. Yeah, I agree with nope. you. I, agree I like you. I like I said more than uh, <laughs> as as disgusting as it sounds. I wouldn't be surprised if Giannis three peat. Mm. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. That's not my pick. I'm just saying I wouldn't I know, be surprised. I know. I know. I I I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't I think, think he should have got it last it. year. So yeah, yeah. Some some. I don't remember who I had last year. Neither do I. But I don't. Th- it wasn't Giannis. 
but yeah, I'm just like I'm just thinking about like you know like the. I mean, if you're making me if you're making me pick somebody that I like, if you're uh-huh. making me pick somebody that I like, um, I guess give me Harden. I guess give me Harden. LeBron. Man, that's that that's tough. right, and that don't even it don't it's even tough. sound it's right. Tough. Yeah, it don't it, even it, sound right. I mean, it I, sound right. you're not the only person that feel like your Joker should be MVP. I mean, maybe he does get it. I just can't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I did see on TV that Vegas has him as the favorite right now in sure, to sure, win MVP. Sure. Um, but I I think you're onto something when you say that there's a circle of people, particularly media and people in basketball circles, that don't necessarily want to give it to him. Um, because he's a, he's a, he plays the five and centers, are, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, look, they, I, they, they, they changed up the all-star game format to, you know, basically take the center position away from the all-star yeah. game. So you, yeah. you, 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 you may be onto something there. I don't, I don't, I, I, and, and, but I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for years. The center like has, they don't even, it's no point. They was too, as as disrespectful as it sounds, they like mm-hmm. they legit want to because centers are quote unquote slow. Yep. They don't they they, they want run the up they and down. Shoot. They mm-hmm. they want the up and down. They want it to be a two hundred point game. Yeah, the the center position is becoming the running back position in football. I, I would say it's even worse than that. Mm-hmm. I would say it's worse than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at least running back, there's still some value there. Yeah, NFL. I would say it's worse because running game is the running game is still very necessary. Still necessary. Uh, they yeah. don't see that people don't see uh, as much value in the post game, mm-hmm. <laughs> a low post game, a low post game. Be clear um, right. as they do in the other in other phases of a basketball game. They just it's just not there. It's, I mean, I can remember Shaq it being thrown down and watch Shaq work. He was gonna mm-hmm. dunk on you, or he, or you gonna get, or he gonna get fouled. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. And that's dream. what they would do quarters one through three. I remember Hakeem the Dream. He had his move, you know, mm-hmm. that one move where he fake one way, fake the other, and then he slam it on you. Yeah. So don't, don't, yeah, yeah. They don't want this. They don't want the centers. They don't want centers. To win MVP, I don't even think they went for us to win the. And, and and if somebody is to do, but I will say this in his in Joker's defense, mm-hmm. if there is a center in today's game to win MVP, it's him because of his ball handling, his passing, like what he can, how he plays his game at five at the five. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be him if there's any center to do it. Um, I just don't know that they want that. Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, I, I just got one more thing basketball related, and that's uh, Kevin Durant's return um, to the lineup for the Nets. Um, I know we had a, a great game this afternoon um, against uh, Minnesota, the game that was supposed to play yesterday. Um, I think he dropped 35 points, and then I think the game before he um, he went five for Some five. Some crazy like field. I, I think he did something. Didn't he do some crazy like? Uh, 20, uh, 22 points in 27 minutes or some some crazy like he was like he's been really efficient since he's been back yeah right 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 so yeah Ke- kevin Durant is back um i see no slowdown in his game yeah right now mm-hmm. 
and um, you you might be and no and 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 no slowdown in his in his uh, off off court uh, banter either. Kevin Durant got time, man. Yeah, just he got when, time for all think, of it. Apparently, yeah. Just when you think he ain't, you know, checking the Twitter, that that man got time for you. And for all intents and purposes, I'm here for it. I'm like, hey, bro, just go ahead and get your get your shit off. If you if you still ball, if you balling, and you still mm-hmm. balling and got time to respond and running your media company and all those, hey, I'm here, bro. Go yeah, ahead, do what you gotta talk. do. Do what you want to do. Man. And Shannon Sharp, you was ready. you you misquoted my man. You you misquoted KD, bro. They said you misquoted KD. Mm-hmm. That's what Shannon. <laughs> yeah, so don't misquote KD, Shannon Sharp. Uh, ABM, uh, Doc Bell in uh, our Facebook live chat. I see you, ABM. Uh, he says post game is necessary. It's just that all the bigs want to play outside and it's soft, and that's why the you know the league has kind of gotten away from um, true centers. So, um, but good point about the bigs, you know, wanting to play outside. Um, it's 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 a fast game now. It's an up and down, fast paced game. Yeah, but I think that I think it, but I think the NBA designed it. I think they're designing it that way. I don't think that they, mm-hmm. I don't think that's I don't I mean I sure I I, I would agree that uh some that players want to shoot threes. I sure mm-hmm. I, I think yep. centers have always wanted to shoot threes. I that's just yep. my personal opinion. I think yep. centers have always wanted to shoot threes. I mean, but um but and now they're just flat out doing it. But I think the NBA right wants these players to score points. I mean, I, I, th- I, I the the earliest example I could think of is uh, the Suns. Mm-hmm. Remember that son, that Steve Nash Suns team, and who was the center? <laughs> it wasn't really a a, a true. I mean, center. I guess Stoudemire. I mean, I, I mean, if you want to, Amari played the five in certain yeah, moments, but he wasn't right. a true five. And they was loving that, all that running around, and they was loving that, and I think that's what sparked the NBA to yeah. say, "Ooh, we want." We want this. We want Bama's running all over the court. Yeah, we want Bama's <laughs> running all over the court. Yeah, we can steal some dunks and, and, and rebound, and then we catch the rebound and go. Like I think that's what they. I, I think that's yep. what they want to see. It I think all that's what, started with those mid two thousand Suns teams. It, it all that's started what they there. Think, yeah, that's what they think fans want to see. And, yep. 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 Uh, I mean, when the last, out. when the oh, last health. Right. I'm sorry. When the last healthy. Uh, 88 to 87, 80, you know what I'm saying? When was the last game like that when the Pistons was, when the Pistons in 04 was doing their thing? Like, when was the last healthy 90 to 87 game? You know, I can't remember the last time I seen the one of those. Pistons, I tell you what, those, um, those Zach Randolph, Marcus Ole, Grizzlies, Grizzlies and yeah, mm-hmm. from like the early 2010s, they were playing those kinds of games too. Those yeah. you know eighty eight yeah. to ninety type games, but they they were too slow. In in the end, yeah. they were just too slow. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, shout out to my wife Debbie in the chat on Facebook Live. I appreciate What's you happening? giving us the support, baby. Love you. Uh, also, uh, Mocha Bella. Want to shout out her too. She's What's in Facebook happening? Live chat. Also, <laughs> uh, you should have said Mocha Bella first, and then your wife, because then. It sounded like you weren't even excited to see Mocha Bella. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited to <laughs> I'm see everybody. Playing. I'm playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> um, ABM Doc Bell, uh, his MVP list uh, is Joker, Embiid, Harden, and take your pick. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree. I, I don't. I, I. I guess I don't watch it. I haven't watched enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, like Th- game by fair. game. Because you you've stayed um, on many occasions this season that you just haven't been. It, paying I'm much attention saying, to the games. Yeah, I mean, I, I catch it when I can. I, I catch it like, oh, flipping, ooh, all right, that's on. Let me watch that real quick. But yeah, I, I watch my Wizards be trash or right? like. That, yeah. that 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 still that still upsets me. But I just I, wonder, I man. I just wonder. I just wonder if this is that that type of year because just because they don't want to give it to a uh, 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 five. That they would just three p Giannis, I, I I truly do just wonder that type of stuff. What about what about co MVPs? Like when's the last time I, that's happened in the NBA? I I've never been a fan of co MVPs. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, Give I'm it with to somebody. You. I, 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 like Give I didn't like when I didn't like when Steve McNair had to split the MVP with Peyton Manning that one year. Yeah. You know, you know, just give it to somebody or don't. Yeah, like like the fuck, like yeah. Somebody's going to disagree. No, it's no. Both uh, people it, didn't deserve it, it. Yeah, just give, give it, it to somebody. somebody. Like this, this might be the year where somebody wins it based off of their performance down the stretch and how close they could bring their team up to like maybe the top four in the conference or something like that. I, I, I think it's going to come down to that. I hear you. Like I've seen, I, I've, I've seen people's MVP list include Dame Dollar on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, Chris Paul, Chris. They, I've been seeing for the past two or three weeks, Chris Paul ain't getting enough MVP love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I mean, everywhere Chris Paul goes, he he improves the basketball team Mm -hmm. just in terms Mm -hmm. of efficiency. Sure, Um, sure. He's one of the truest point guards to ever play the game. So I would, I would have to give it to Booker before I gave it to Chris Paul, though. Really? If you're just talking, if you're just talking that particular team, I, I would I would have to give it to Booker before I gave it to Chris Paul. Okay. Uh, look, um, I'll say this, and I'm, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with you. I, I'm, I, but mm-hmm. I'll say this: uh, the Suns wasn't in position like they were mm-hmm. uh, until Chris Paul got there. I, I agree with that point, one hundred percent. I'm I'm just looking at the game of Devin Booker and that and Devin he, Booker and Devin Booker and Devin Booker was scoring all those all those other years. That that is true. That that is true. Uh, just another comment here from ABM. He says Giannis doesn't have a chance to win MVP. The Bucks aren't the same team, and he's missed a lot of time. Um, agree in terms of the time that he's missed, and it's not really due to injury. It's just that they've been just resting them. Um, you know, for a certain number of games here, I don't see Giannis um, winning it. I just no, don't I, see I it. no, I, <laughs> I, I look. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> Let's be clear, but I would not be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Um, they've been trying to crown Giannis for about a good three or four years. They've been trying to crown Giannis mm-hmm. as the next big thing in the NBA. And he continually, mm-hmm. continually doesn't deliver, but they keep giving him MVP and defensive players of the year. And um, right. I wouldn't be surprised that they just ride with their mans because I think I truly think that the NBA believes in Giannis. Yeah, and this is not. And by the way, let me be clear: it. this is not mm-hmm. a. I think Giannis has been good this year. Pick. I'm. This is a. 
who I think the NBA might just pick because nobody's outshining somebody else. Right. Outside right. of outside of Joker. But again, I don't think the NBA wants the five, wants a five to win MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can see that. I, I can certainly see that. I'm just sitting here thinking the numbers that Giannis has put up, they're not better than Joker. They're not better than Embiid's numbers mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, and I know you said you wouldn't be surprised, but I, I just have a hard time believing that they they, they want to give it to Giannis again for the third consecutive yeah. year. I don't know, man. I, I've I, seen I, I've seen shadier things in in sports organizations. Yeah, yeah, good good point. It's politics in this. Jay Z say politics mm-hmm. as usual. So yeah, um, it is what it is. Um, I, I just got a few shout outs to make, um, before we close out, if you got nothing else, maestro. Nope. Nope. My eyes yeah. are low. Yeah. So, um, shout out to microwave John Fisher. Um, and many people that don't know, um, I took a trip to Atlanta, me and the family did over the week and, um, microwave was nice enough to have me come on his show um you know for a couple of hours and you know just talk sports and things like that so i just want to show him some love for doing that and right after or just as i was leaving his house um chief rocker jersey Vern, calls him and says hey make sure you tell trey to call me Uh, so i was like and so microwave was like hey trey uh chief says for you to call him and i was like oh okay so i get on the phone with the chief rocker jersey Vern. And he's like, yo, man, you got to, you know, in his in his tone, loke voice, he's like, hey, man, you got to, you know, come out to the crib, <laughs> that, man. And, you know, that's how he sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a bad impersonation of tone, loke. OK, but but, but you know, y'all and get the chief point. rocker, <laughs> but but y'all get the point. He, he, he wanted me to, you know, come by uh, if I had the opportunity to. And this this was on Tuesday that I did microwave show. So, um Fortunately, I was able to make some time for Chief Rocker on Wednesday, went to his crib, he, you know, doing his show for about two, three hours. And uh, that was that was awesome also. So I just want to shout out uh, both of those brothers for uh, allowing me to sit on their platform and talk some sports. Yep. And, uh, and and I don't want to forget about Tyler Butler also. Um, that, yes, was, that was a fantastic uh, interview that we did with him the other day. Um, if you guys uh, missed it, y'all could check it out on uh, Instagram. I uploaded uh, it's a couple of videos because we did part two of the Deshaun Watson conversation. So all that stuff is on our Instagram. It's also and YouTube. Oh, go ahead, Maestro. I'm not saying it's on YouTube as well. And on the, YouTube, uh, yes. And then we had the part one um, is on a streaming platform, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, all that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so shout out to everybody um, that supports this show. We appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate all of our Facebook Live and our YouTube Live viewers. Uh, make sure y'all continue to support. Um, click the like button on the Facebook page. Click the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Also, don't forget you can follow us on social media on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can also follow us on our Twitter handle at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And if you guys got any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So 
Um, Maestro, if you got nothing else, man, I got nothing else either, bro. Hi, bro. No doubt. No doubt. Y'all have a good week. We'll be back next week. Peace. Love. prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.